survive the night. Before we start, we should do our breathing things. I'd like to play you guys a song. Oh, good. It's dedicated to this episode of the podcast. <laughs> I thought he said it there. <laughs> Technically, I, we never left town. That's true. I mean, I did. Yeah, we both, yeah, we of both you did. did. Yeah, I, I did. didn't. I did. Yeah, you went to Nanaimo. Oh. When did you get your car back? How did you get your car back? Uh, through the means of teleportation. So, like, somebody went back to Nanaimo. N- no teleportation. <laughs> okay, how did you actually get it back? No, Michelle went and grabbed it. Oh, okay. Good job, Michelle. See, like, I don't like how that sounds. I think it's just your, just your voice. Okay. Well, maybe it was just my uh, mic position. How, 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 how. Give it a year and you'll have the ZZ Top beard. Give it a year? I feel like they've been growing it for like 10 plus. No. I don't know. I think this is three months. Maybe? Have you guys two three months ever had a burp that tastes good? Yeah, you eat something good, you burp, you taste it again. Yeah, I did that today. I had a an Earl Grey muffin from Matchstick Coffee, and it was so good. And then you ever like, have a like a really good fart? <laughs> <laughs> and it smells good. No, yeah, it smells good to everybody. No. Yeah, and then twenty minutes later, I burped, and I tasted that Earl Grey muffin. You ever burp, and then you're like, when did I when did I eat hot dogs? <laughs> Do you ever burp and then accidentally poop yourself? Like I can't. S- no. Um, sorry, I was distracted by Ryan fiddling with mm-hmm. his microphone. Uh, say that again. Have you ever burped and then accidentally pooped yourself? No. No. Almost like give it time. Same. Came very close to pooping myself at work. You said that a, m- a bunch of times to us. Yeah, because it's very traumatic for me. Oh, I've pooped at work. Like, yeah, but there's yourself. toilets there. What's that? You haven't pooped yourself at work, though, have you? <laughs> <laughs> when I was a parking lot janitor, I almost did. Have you guys ever ate pubes? Ate pubes? Yeah. Honestly, I mean... You never know. You're both, you yeah, you're both over 30. I'm about to hit 30. Like, at some point, we probably ate a pube. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so Not like in a meal or anything. That you know of. Oh, my God. So we haven't been here since December. Like, it's probably been like a month. It's been real. over a month, like, yeah. It was the, the 18th, last... 18th, I guess, yeah. right? In that time, I became a man. Oh, yeah, you got <laughs> bum-diddled? Bum-diddled. No, that happened way long or earlier. Since we were last here, so many people have died. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Holy shit. How many people have died? Bob Saget died. Sidney Portier died. I don't know who that is. 
Um, uh, he's the first black man to win an Oscar. Why would I just know that off the top of my dome? I mean, I, I watched some of his movies in school. I, I figured that maybe everybody did. Uh, yeah, he's really good. In the Heat of the Night. I watched it? Minority Report in school. Really? You. That's awesome. Why? What class was it? English. Yeah. I think it was for English. Oh, I watched... Um... <laughs> In social studies, one of the teachers made us watch The Patriot starring Mel Gibson. Oh, no. <laughs> There's nothing good about <clears throat> that movie. No. No. Who else died? These um, are all people that were like... Betty White. Other than maybe Bob Saget. These people were old, weren't they? Yeah. Sidney Poitier was old. Betty White was almost 100. Um there was, there's a bunch of other people. No, Obviously, Meatloaf, Meat now um, Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson. Um, I just yeah, okay, okay. It's just people die, man. That happens, especially when you're old. As for the Meatloaf thing, yeah, I loved his music, but yeah, I don't. Uh... But what I was as far to... as as far as yeah, as a person, he's pretty stupid. What I was trying to get at was that these people died because we stopped. Oh right, podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, did you know that John Hepworth died? I don't know who that is. Yeah, neither do I. He's probably a 77-year-old Australian bishop. Oh, that's not the one I know. (laughs) We did an episode last week, though. It just wasn't together. It wasn't real, though, you know? It was still real to me. We didn't have, we didn't have, like, three amigos, the the (laughs) (laughs) Tri-Force. And we didn't have this. You could almost say we're the Tri-Guys. Oh, Oh, wait, no. Don't sue us. And we didn't have this. Yeah. Let's pull this shit off the table, bro. Yeah, so I guess we've already kind of... I think of... that's one of the things we got to work on this year. What? We have to stop hitting things. I'm nice and far from the table no, now. I, I do it all the time, too. Sorry. That's Amir jerking it. <clears throat> that's loud. Yeah, well... That doesn't sound right. Big dick. <laughs> it sounds like you're hitting it and you're not... I think it's just hollow. Did you guys miss talking about dicks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you guys make a sound when you masturbate? I'm trying to think. Like, does what? it make a sound when you drink it? <laughs> I don't think it does, right? I've had some dry hands once. And, like... Wow. You know, like, the like you know, like a clown horn? <laughs> <laughs> you, the audience, must have missed this. Like, how could you not have missed us talking about jerking off and penises and poop? Going to the bathroom at work. Yeah, I choose. I'd prefer not to, but that was actually a real hurdle of mine. It's getting over going to the bathroom at work. Didn't not... we kind of talk about this before? Did we? Yeah, because about... I just remember saying something about it, and then me saying, "Well, I'm in construction, so I got over that real quick, and now I could probably shit in the streets if I had to." <laughs> <laughs> right, you're right. We did. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> So we don't have to revisit it. It took me a very, very long time to be able to pee with other people around. Oh, I still can't do that. I know you can't, little boy. No. Was it last weekend that we did our update? Yes. Okay. Uh, since the last week, have you guys been up to anything that we didn't cover then? See, there it is. Son of a bitch. I started watching Archive 81. I've only watched the first episode oh, so I far, but that. it's it's pretty interesting. I saw that somewhere. Um... It's the James James Wan produced oh, show. Oh, is that that's probably why? Yeah. It's also based off a podcast. Oh, that's a the found footage podcast, right? Yeah. Can you? I it's not <laughs> like. <laughs> it's very midsummer though. It is. 
Oh, that one hurt. Um, I'm on the second season of Broad Church. It's so fucking good. So how broad is this church we're talking about? It's a pretty big church. Okay. Um, I've been watching The Sinner. Oh, so good. Finally, because Ryan... He's been raving know, about raving it. about it's it. Such it's such a actually, good show. It's actually pretty good. It's amazing. It's Best soundtrack. Except I really don't need to keep seeing like Bill Pullman have sex in the show. It stops <laughs> after the first season. He doesn't really do it as much. Okay, that's good. One show that uh, Robin's been wanting me to watch for a while. It, they don't. They it got canceled, unfortunately. But is a uh, I think it's called Santa Claria Diet. Oh, Santa Clarita oh, love Diet. Clarita love Diet that show with Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah, of that. it's, it's uh, depressing that they just end it. I know. Um, I like when I started watching it. It was like, okay, this looks like a pretty lame kind of stereotypical TV show. And then all the you know the zombie shit happens. And the first point was when she vomits in that first episode. All over that uh, real estate yeah. showing that she does. It's like, wow. Um, but yeah, it sucks that it ended so soon. All Stop right. chewing your gum in the fucking mic. Swallow that. <laughs> Swallow it. Yeah, That's the I'm... rule. With the side episodes and all that, we've done like <laughs> over 30 episodes. You'd think by now you'd be able to not have something in your fucking mouth while it's you're. A, it's a running joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so is that. <laughs> Well, thanks uh, for joining us here for our first full episode of 2022. Uh, My name's Amir. I'm here with Andy. We. And Ryan. Yes. And today we're going to be covering, this was a fan request, right? Yeah. Midsummer. So we actually watched this movie together in theaters when it first came out. And um, my experience watching it this time was totally different. Um, Did we all watch it together? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Ryan was there. Oh, no? No. Oh. I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it with Sarah. Okay. Well, Maybe. I saw it with Andy and Michelle. And yeah, there's actually photographic evidence of us coming out of that movie, and our faces are yeah. mortified. Yeah, we don't look good. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably all that ketamine we did beforehand. We were uh, kind of curious if this was the director's cut on netflix but it's not it's just the, the it's just the regular because the director's cuts like a half hour longer did any of you watch that one no, no but while i was um smoking marijuana i got a bit um stoned and <laughs> did some did some uh stoned shopping and ended up buying the director's oh. cut and it should be showing up anytime soon wow yeah that's i don't you, know if anyone's done you shop while you're stoned oh my god don't let me do it. A anymore. lot? I've 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 done it a lot when drunk too. Wow. Yeah. Drunk I can understand. Yeah. Stone just uh, seems weird. Sometimes it does seem weird. Uh, ask a few people, they do it. I don't know who. <laughs> <laughs> ask ask uh, Carl. He's a reliable source. He's, he's not on your phone. Right? <laughs> I don't know why you're looking no, up on I your phone. I was just pulling up my midsummer notes. Oh, I see. Okay, so we're going to get into it. First episode, 2022. Yeah. We are covering, like Amir said, Midsummer. Um, came out in 2019. Director, writer is Ari Aster. He did Hereditary and uh, a short called The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. Have you guys seen it? No. It's free on YouTube. Oh. It is uncomfortable. Oh, is it it's, scary? No, it's uncomfortable 
What's it called again? The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. Okay. I think I went to go look it up, but then I didn't. I saw that it wasn't horror related. Is it horror related? Yes, ish. Mm. Maybe more thriller. Maybe. It's just gross. Oh. Then no, haven't seen it. It does kind of feel like his stuff, like a more immature version of his stuff, mm. kind of. Is it about black people? Yes, okay. the Johnsons. I mean, you know, there are white people named Johnson. That's true. Uh, there's music- one, sorry, I just looked it up on YouTube, and there's one video that says, Come Town, <laughs> the strange thing about the Johnsons. Is Come Town a thing in that short? No, but <laughs> people are coming in it. Oh, okay. really? Oh. Now I really want to watch it. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I really want to give it away, but at the same time, don't. I don't want to give it away will, because I, it's it's intense. Okay, well, how about next week we do a brief chat about it? Okay. We'll watch yeah. it. Yeah. I think, what is it, like 20 minutes or something? Uh, half an hour. Yeah, it's not very long. Um, music was by The Haxon Cloak. Probably should have put his real name down, but I forgot to. But that's a cool name, though. Mm-hmm. He's done episode or uh, music for episodes for The Alienist, Castle Rock, uh, Stranger Things. But not a lot more. But apparently he's pretty famous out that way, mm. out in the for some Europe. Reason, for some reason, when you said Castle Rock, I was thinking of Fraggle Rock, and mm-hmm. I was very confused. When I was reading it and wrote it down, Castle Rock, I actually I have my Blu-ray copy of the second season right beside me at the computer, and I had to look at it to make sure that was the show, because I was like, Castle Rock? So yeah. his actual name is Bobby Krulik. Bobby what now? Krolik, K-R-L-I-C. Weird last name. Hmm. Nice. Uh, special effects by Gabor Kazeli. He did Don't Breathe 1 and 2, The mm-hmm. Witcher, The Terror, and Blade Runner 2049. We also have Chuck Roundy. He did a ton of holiday films and Hereditary. Like a lot of Christmas films. <laughs> Strange. Okay, let's jump into who's in it. We got Florence Pugh. Oh, yeah? She plays Danny. She was in the new Black Widow movie. This is so funny because it goes back to the obsessions of wrestling that I have. But she she starred in a WWE movie like fighting oh. called Fighting With My Family. She plays the oh. wrestler Paige. Oh, she was in there? Yeah. She's the main actor in that movie. It's so oh. weird. Robin told me that she's in the running to play uh, Madonna in the Madonna biopic. Hmm. She could be she's a good actress. Uh, next, we've got Jack Rayner. He plays Christian. He hasn't been in anything else. And he nope. shouldn't be because he's an Worthy. asshole. <laughs> a terrible actor, but I think that was intentional. I don't think he was terrible. You I thought think... he was a bad actor? No, not a... I just, just very plain. Very... He just has a very punchable face. <laughs> yeah. Um, next, we've got Wilhelm Blomgren. He plays Pele. We've got William Jackson Harper, who I believe is the only American actor in this movie. Hmm. Everybody else is from like the UK, Sweden. Jack Jack Rayner is from America. Is he? Yeah, it says he was born in Colorado, and he apparently he was in Transformers. Then maybe it's just Jack Rayner. I I can't remember which one, but one of them is the only American. Uh, So yeah, William Jackson Harper. He plays Josh. He was in a movie called They Remain, which is a newer movie that I've seen, and it's pretty fucking good. It's really weird and creepy. Thanks. <laughs> uh, next, we got Will. Is it Poulter or Poultier? Go, go with whatever. Okay. Will 
Poulter. He plays Mark. He was in The Revenant and We're the Millers, Maze Runner. He was also cast in the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And he also has a very punchable face. He does. <clears throat> he was supposed to play uh, Pennywise in the in the remake, but he had to drop out. Yeah. Oh, that could have been good. Yeah. Next, we've got Elora Torquia <clears throat> plays Connie. She's in In the Earth, which is a movie I really want to see. And she was in an episode of Broadchurch. Oh, Broadchurch. <laughs> uh, we've got Archie Medequi plays Simon. Henrik Norlin plays Ulf. Uh, just a ton of fucking Swedish stuff. <laughs> Anna Astrom plays Karen. She was in Vikings. And there's a ton of other people, but it's all Swedish actors that have been in stuff I've never seen. Okay. Um, so, like, a lot of the other actors that aren't in the, like, core group, I just put down as random, like, person or yeah. woman because I was like, I don't even know their names in this movie. Yeah, they're not named, a lot of them. No. Could have called them, like, the, um, fuck, what's their commune called? Harga? Harga. Man, a Harga? Harga communist or communist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some communists. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think for some of the, uh, the older people, I just put elder. That's fine. I don't know. Could have put Swede number one. <laughs> anyway, the so we're we're gonna get into the actual movie here. Um, before we do, I just wanted to quickly. So Midsummer is based on an actual festival that takes place in Sweden, um, and there's like a website that sort of talks about it. It's and very very loosely based on that. True, but if you read what it says on this website, obviously all the like culty stuff they added in was probably not part of the actual festival, but the successful midsummer never ending lunch party formula involves flowers in your hair, dancing around a pole, singing songs while drinking unsweetened flavored schnapps, and downing a whole load of pickled herring served with delightful new potatoes, chives and sour cream. All in all, a grand day out. <laughs> it does sound pretty good. Um, Ari Aster at no point thinks that uh, it's a cult. Hmm. No, he just thinks it's a commune. That's mm. it. Because mm. hmm. like all the, I was trying to like base my synopsis on others, like see what they wrote down too. And I, they all said like, I guess it's not even a cult really. A lot of other people put down cult but it's just pagan rituals right yeah yeah every like thing i've seen on they're like oh yeah the cult the cult but like they never mention it's yeah. a cult mm -hmm. at any point um one other thing that's kind of interesting that the movie does kind of tap into is that apparently it's not super easy to get into unless you have swedish friends so like you do actually need to get an invite to go to one of these festival party things mm. <laughs> after a family tragedy danny and a few of her partner's friends travel to a village in rural sweden for the midsummer festival Unbeknownst to them, they are participating in, a, in bizarre and violent pagan rituals. The beginning of the movie, there's like, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Do you remember the beginning part? It's just the like a forest. Not even the forest part. It shows like a, like a, ta almost, oh, a, a tapestry ta thing. Some sort of tapestry thing. It's showing like death and like rebirth. So what Robin suggested actually makes a lot of sense. It basically is showing you what happens over the course of the movie. That's really. exactly yeah. what it yeah. is. Yeah. So it shows the death of the family in the beginning. At the very mm. end, there's like a sun and, you know, everything's nice and stuff. So, um, and I feel like there's a, a few 
sort of visual kind of signals in the movie that are foretelling what is about to happen. Like later on, we're, we're going to get there, but the beds that they all share in this in this commune have murals above their beds, mm-hmm. and those murals tell their stories, essentially, which is interesting, but yeah. All right, so then it does start with the winter shots of a forest, and there's singing in the background. What's the singing? Swedish singing. Uh, I didn't remember the words, unfortunately. Oh, damn, you know what? I wish I knew a Bjorn song. I would have started singing uh, that. She's Swedish, right? Bjorn or Bjork? Oh, Bjork. She's Icelandic. Fuck. You racist piece of shit. <laughs> I know a bunch of Bjork songs. I love Bjork. Sorry, Sweden. I love your fish. No, you don't. I love... Did you not get that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love your chef. Okay, so now we're in... Uh, I love your balls of meat. Man, there are a lot of weird Sweden things, in, aren't there? Have you heard of Sir Stroming? Yeah, oh, the nasty... The, fi- the rotten fish, basically. That's like a... Wait, what? So there's like this delicacy in Sweden and certain like Slavic nations. Uh, it's this fish called Sir Stroming. Okay. And it's canned, but it's basically super putrid rotten fish and there's videos of people doing like surstroming mm. challenges where they open as soon as they crack the can open apparently the stench is so foul that people actually sometimes start vomiting but you're supposed to apparently take a very small amount of this and put it on bread with other things like like what i was describing in the midsummer festival they put like chives and sour mm. cream to mask it but yeah. it's an acquired taste it, yeah it sounds like it is Okay, so now we're in suburbia. A telephone rings in a dark house. The answering machine picks it up, and Danny is worried about a an email her sister has sent her. We see the parents sleeping in their bed. Uh, the email from her sister says that everything is black. Mom and dad are coming to goodbye. Danny phones her boyfriend, Christian. She asks if he wanted to hang out, but he seems unsure. He asks uh, her about the sister situation. She says that she can't get a hold of her after three emails. Christian is being a dick and is saying that the sister is doing it for attention. She is bipolar. Uh, Danny is on the phone now with her friend talking about issues with Christian. She gets another call from an unknown number. We see Christian at a bar with uh, all of his friends. His friends want to break or want him to break up with Danny because she is she keeps pestering him and has a lot of emotional issues. What if I regret it later and I can't get her back? You don't want her back. I might. Danny calls Christian in distress, and then we see firemen in a garage, and there is a hose ho- hooked up to the exhaust that leads into the house. The hose goes into the parents' room. Another line is taped to his, uh, her sister's mouth. She is sitting next to the computer, like with uh, typing the emails, and then we see the firemen wheel the parents' bodies out. The Thoughts. only thing, personally, like obviously his personality isn't great, but the the only thing that really, really makes Christian kind of a shitty person uh, is that he won't like speak his mind or tell Danny how he feels. Mm-hmm. That's what I think makes him a shitty person. Yes, he <clears throat> keeps he, everything inside. Yeah, he clearly doesn't want to be with her anymore, but instead of just doing it mm-hmm. he just kind of holds out on it and then I, yeah. I mean i don't know if he doesn't want to be with her anymore because when he's talking to his friends about it he's like you know what if like he's scared of her leaving him at the same time 
what if I regret it later and I can't get her back? So I think the feelings that we might get that he doesn't want to be with her are the ideas that maybe his friends that have implanted in his head. Mm-hmm. Um, so one other thing about this, like the death of the family, that apparently, again, Robin pointed this out because she's essentially watched it, apparently become obsessed with it. Oh, wow. Is that there's apparently a working theory that the death was kind of um, set up by either uh, Mark's, not Mark, uh, what's the guy's name again? Pele? No, yeah, Pele. Apparently, there's a working theory that he somehow influenced Terry to kill herself and the family to get Danny out Mm. there. I mean, there's no evidence that would suggest that at all, but apparently that's something people have suggested online. no, I know. Yeah, There's I feel no like, evidence. I feel like I that's that's, a big, that's so far shooting. Yeah. I think also that would take away from the emotional impact of this whole thing because yeah. it's just a random event that has happened. So yeah, we see uh, the the firemen wheel the parents' bodies out, and then uh, Christian is sitting next to Danny while she screams, and then we see the Midsummer title intro. The screaming, crying. Ari Aster tends to like really love that in his movies. It reminds me of in Hereditary when mm-hmm. Tony Collette discovers that Charlie's dead and just sobs her fucking eyes out. It, uh, yeah, it's just not even crying. It's like a wailing. Yeah. Like he does a really good job of getting his actors to, mm-hmm. you know, spill their guts out. The um, the actor that plays Danny actually has a really, really hard time crying mm. on camera. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Well, she did a great job. Yeah. She had movie. to. She had to get like help from everybody else on set to help her cry. Wow. That's nuts. So sometime later, Danny and Christian go to a party. Christian's friends uh, talk about a trip to Sweden. Yeah, they're all coming to visit my homie Helsingland. Sweden. Oh yeah. He keeps saying he doesn't want to go because of Danny. Uh, and then he, it's really revealed that he never even told her about this trip. Uh, we're in Mike's place, Christian's friend, um, and he tells that, or tells his friends that he has invited Danny on their trip, expecting her to decline. Uh, to decline. Yeah, she's not going to go. Um, I invited Danny to come to Sweden, so you guys know. Let's pretend that she's going. Essentially, yeah, like, just to give that sense. invite, but he expects her not to go because of this. She's still upset. Does it say how long it's been? No, and that's something else that Robin and I were kind of confused about because now it seems like they're maybe like, what, weeks away from leaving? Um, and again, the the midsummer happens in June, but we just came out of like winter, mm. so it must be like months probably. Yeah, well, it's still like a very uh, powerful thing that would be affecting her. For sure. Yeah, your whole family's fucking dead. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he invites her on this trip. His friends are not happy about it. Danny shows up at the apartment. She starts talking to Pele, and he uh, tells her that, or tells her about some of the traditions his family has back in Sweden for the summer solstice. Solstice. Uh, he shows her pictures, and she seems interested. Pele tells uh, Danny that he is sorry about her loss, and uh, she has a panic attack. She heads to the washroom, which then cuts to her on the flight. She is crying in the plane uh, washroom. The the like the scenes leading up to this where um, they're in the bar or whatever, having a party or whatever, and then it lets slip that he's going to Sweden, <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're going to Sweden, and then they go back home, was super uncomfortable, yeah. when she was like, no, no, it's, it's fine that you're going, I just wish mm-hmm. you would have told me, and again, that plays into why 
I think Christian's character is such a shitty person is because he doesn't talk. Also, when they're in the friend's place talking about Danny going, uh, Pele, again, he starts talking about how the fact that his parents had also died, and that's when it triggers Danny to start crying. So like Andy said, she goes into the washroom and starts crying. But there's a really amazing transition that cuts to her in the washroom at the friend's place right into the washroom mm-hmm. in the airplane, which is so cool. A lot of the transitions in this movie I found were really effective. Which we'll see in this scene coming up. Uh, we see all the characters in the car driving, and then the camera follows them uh, down the road, but then it twists upside down. I don't know, until they arrive into this open field. Okay, this is the first stop. This is it? Uh, Pele introduces everyone to, or everyone to the younger people from his village. One of his friends gives the group uh, mushrooms. It's mushrooms, right? Yep. Yeah, they're mushrooms. Yeah. There's a lot of drug use in this movie, so... Um, but it's all natural, baby. Yeah. And then also just that scene where they're driving. I think um, it, I remember watching it in theaters and also yesterday. It's just so disorienting. Mm-hmm. The music, again, the way the screen turns upside down and stuff. It's kind of shining like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. exactly the vibe I got. Uh, but at like a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the group are laying on the hill after taking the mushrooms. Danny looks down and sees grass growing out of her hand. Oh, sorry, before that. Another infuriating scene where she's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hold off for right now," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, I'll stop. I won't do it too." And it's like, "You guys can do separate things." You oh yeah, have to both do yeah. It. She's hesitant because she doesn't want to displease him. And yeah, like make he it wants... awkward for his friends. Yeah, and she's kind of like a fifth wheel here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they give her some mushroom tea instead because it's supposed to be a little less intense. Like, we don't see any of her friends in this movie. We hear her friend at the beginning on the, uh, on the phone, but we never see her actually no. talk to one of her friends. Um, and before we get into, like, the post-mushroom stuff, um, have have you guys... I, we might have talked about it on the show. Have you guys done mushrooms? I think, and Ryan, you said you had. I have, yeah. And Andy, I'm sure you have, right? I haven't. You haven't? Wow. No. Um, well, I will say, I don't know if you remember your experiences with mushrooms. Unfortunately, I do. <laughs> wow. I feel like they did a great job of capturing some of the ways that you might feel on mushrooms, like the things pulsing and that kind of thing. Mm, some um, of it, I would say, yeah. The, like, facial changes, some of it. I yeah, 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 yeah. And and there's one point where um, Mark's the guy with the punchable face, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, he is kind of, like, panicking right after they take it. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but some of the things he said, they actually edited his voice to make it sound lower, Mm. which, again, was something that I kind of like gave me weird flashbacks of the times that I've done mushrooms. I did like that. He was like freaking out, guys. Mm -hmm. Guys, everybody lay down. I feel so much better. Everybody (laughs) lay down. Christian, can you please lay down? (laughs) Why aren't you laying down? (laughs) And then Danny like leaves the group, which is a... a thing I've seen because like you can't really control yourself no. when you're on shroom so if your body's like we're getting up yeah. you're going with it yeah. I think the only reason I haven't done it is because I know I know I will go to a dark place yeah if you've got like and that's a great example in this movie you know if you're harboring these negative yeah. energies and feelings they're gonna come out when you're on mushrooms oh you... yeah they do <laughs> 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 like I've done a bunch of other things but they don't manifest like like that no i mean weed maybe to like a very minor degree like i feel like sometimes obviously i'm sure you've felt it where it brings your anxiety out a little yeah, bit more a little anxious but, but like, imagine that times a thousand on mushrooms the second you know? time i did mushrooms i thought i was dead 
Damn. And like had a whole existential crisis for like 10 minutes. I think I think that happened in my first like really heavy dose of mushrooms. It felt like I was dying. I was in the fetal position for a while, just like rocking back and forth because I couldn't handle the feelings I was feeling. But I did find that after I came out of that, it felt great because it felt like I was, I just survived death or something. You know? Oh, I felt bad the whole time. Oh, Mine was mostly, I was on a set of stairs. My eyes were closed. I couldn't move my body or open my eyes. You were on stairs while you were taking mushrooms? I was on, because we were in a two-story house. Oh. So I just sat on the stairs and then was like laying Damn. down and started sliding down oh. them. Oh, and I could vividly see my own body floating in like a oh sea of black. God. What the fuck? And I was like, this Jesus. is it. I've, I've died and this is what death <laughs> is like. And then I hear very quietly in the background, hey man, is Ryan okay? <laughs> <laughs> And then my eyes snapped open. I got off the stairs and I was like, yeah, man, I'm cool. <laughs> That's really interesting you say that because, yeah, one of the last times I I did mushrooms and it was a super heavy dose, I actually also thought, like, I hmm. literally thought I had died. Like, I was dead and I came back to life and I was actually in the afterlife now. Wow. And it was great until I realized I wasn't It's the dead. afterlife and you're like, oh, I'm going to form a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the afterlife podcast. Um. The only feeling I have from like drugs that would, uh, you know, be kind of similar to that was when I took a, uh, ate a giant weed brownie oh, yeah. or cookie, yeah. and I just yeah went into the the fetal position, and then at one point I got up, ran to the bathroom, and then tried to poop, but it wouldn't come out, oh, and I started God. freaking out. <laughs> The worst experience I think I had was one time I did mushrooms and I lived in a basement with um, somebody else and a fucking gigantic spider showed up. Ugh. Imagine a fucking huge spider while you're tripping on mushrooms. Well, I don't want to. Jesus, fuck, that was terrible. Anyway, we're just going to turn this into the Joe Rogan experience I mean, basically, and yeah. just talk about drugs. Okay, so yeah, Danny's now walked away after her mushroom tea and she's tripping. Uh, yeah, she sees another group, and then she thinks that they're all laughing at her. Which, another pretty accurate thing, yeah, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, she goes into the bathroom. Her face is distorted in the mirror. She sees a person in the mirror. Was it her sister? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She lights a match, and then you see a flash of her yeah, sister's I didn't, face. Yeah, uh, I didn't notice who it was. Uh, I think but, you see the mask on her face. Uh, you do, yeah. You yeah. See, it wasn't a mask. It was just the, duct tape with a hose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she runs out as ominous music plays. We actually were pausing the movie at certain points and rewinding it just to... Okay. Yeah, I was trying to do that as much as I could, but I had to write down so much. I was watching it at 1.5 speed. <laughs> oh, I didn't have that option. Uh, she sees flashes of her parents dead on the couch with her sister looking at her. This is like a dream sequence that she's having. So scary. And then she wakes up in the field with everyone around her. They end up hiking to Pelé's oh, Hold village. on, sorry. She wakes up. She asks what time it is, and they say it's like 9 p.m., and it's yeah. still incredibly bright out. Right, because the sun doesn't set there. It, it only gets though, darkish for... It's something to do with the day. Um, To talk on that, at no point... Like, you know how everything's really nice, bright, mm -hmm. colorful, like pastel colors? They don't show the sun even once yeah, in the I film, except for in the director's cut. Oh. Hmm. They show it once. Yeah. Makes a cameo. Yeah. He's like, hi, everybody, it's me, the sun. It's actually the uh, the baby from uh, Teletubbies. Just <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um, they go through a sun-shaped wooden entryway 
It's a small, beautiful village with people all wearing white. And the music completely turns around. It's super cheerful mm -hmm. and bright. They are greeted with villagers taking their luggage and then flutes playing. They are fully welcomed. A woman speaks to the crowd to a uh, crowd of people to commence midsummer. And then we see a shot of a disabled child painting, uh, which is a character that will be later talked about. One thing that I kind of found interesting was when um, Pella's sort of older relatives greeting everybody, he uh, greets Pella in a different way, but then he only hugs Danny. I mean, I kind of assume that it's just because she's a girl. Maybe that's how they greet women. Um, but, but it is interesting, like foreshadowing mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then we see or the the villagers are seen linking arms, dancing while music plays. What a! Uh, do you think they're just they are like? Uh, fuck! How do you? How does the song go? Like da hu da hu the 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 who song? Oh god! <laughs> From the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what plays. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. The linked dancers run by the group. A red-headed woman lightly kicks Christian in the back. Uh, Pele draws Danny for, or draws a picture of Danny for her birthday uh, gift. Is that sorry? Is that how you show uh, Michelle affection, Andy? Because uh, that's what the woman was doing. She was like, ah, "I like this dude." Kick. kick him in the side. Oh, for kicking or draw? Yeah. I thought you were about no, about not for drawing. drawing for kicking. Oh. Uh, yeah, do you s s kick Michelle when you want to tell her that you like her? No, just a big old elbow drop <laughs> right in the face. Um, I like to hug Sarah around the waist real tight and then take her to Suplex City. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, one little comment that I kind of found interesting was after that kick, uh, Christian asks if just anyone can get up and dance. And I forget who says that to him, but someone says, you're an American, just jam yourself in there. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Um, but she to, does later. Oh, oh my. I do, I do want to go back to the whole drawing thing, though. Yeah. That is a, that is what I used to do when I was younger. If I liked a girl, I would draw them pictures and give that to them. What kind of pictures? This is what I imagine your naked body would look like. <laughs> this is what you would look like if you had sweet, giant anime titties. <laughs> I was like 10 yeah, you're a sick 10-year-old. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sweet, wet anime titties. What the hell's wrong with you, Andy? I didn't even know what that was. Sure. I, I used don't... to play a hentai game <laughs> when I was like 11, 12. <laughs> Some good times. I think that would scare did me. It, uh, did it have couch co-op? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good pun. Anyway, Pele draws Danny for her birthday, and he seems interested in her. Danny says that Christian forgot about her birthday. That son of a bitch. Have you guys ever forgotten your partner's birthdays? Wait, yeah. Hold on, hold on. When's Sarah's birthday, Ryan? November 30th, I believe. Uh, Michelle? Uh, Michelle's easy. That's, that's not 29th fair. 29th of February. <laughs> Why is oh, right, Because it's a leap year. year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> God, it was Robin's birthday. It was Robin's. December 9th. Oh, my God. Such a cuck. Okay, what's, <laughs> what's mine? I have no clue. February 25th. Oh, yeah, he got it. I know Andy's is in June. Nope. <laughs> July. 
It is, but it's okay. I don't know yours either, so. You don't know my birthday? <laughs> I, d- I don't know my mine mother's is, birthday. Mine is so easy. Uh, 420. There you go. Yeah. I know everyone's. Wow. July 9th? No. <laughs> <laughs> Say every number. <laughs> anyway, uh, where are we? So Christian and Danny are walking around, and they chat with another couple visiting, Simon and Connie. They see a yellow building, and they are told it is a sacred temple. But no one's allowed in there. Doesn't it kind of remind you of the building from Mandy? It does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the building in Mandy. It's just it like was very literally just like triangle building. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. It's like a church-like thing with one tone color. If you'll notice, it's like pretty bright yellow. Right, in this movie. Or, yeah, yeah, in this movie. Yeah. yeah, and then there's nice blue, like I don't know, pond, river, something going behind it, mm-hmm. and most people are wearing blue, and uh, it's based on the colors of the Swedish flag. Oh, it's ah. yellow and blue. Yeah. Uh, one thing before the birthday stuff is um, someone mentions that the kids are watching Austin Powers. I'm like, wait, what? W- why Austin Powers? Where I saw that. Yeah, really quickly. So. so May I? Sorry. Yeah. Um, in the movie, I just—it's so hard to remember watching it in the theaters. But they—you don't really see any subtitles. Okay. And that's because they wanted to give the audience a feeling of isolation, like the Americans do in the film. Right. However, as you guys probably know, once it came out, they added subtitles mm-hmm. to yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah, it was weird that they were like, "Oh yeah, the kids are watching Austin Powers over here. If you want, come watch." <laughs> Like, excuse me? <laughs> That's really funny. Even on Netflix, though, so with, on the subtitles note, they do have subtitles, but a lot of the Swedish, at least on Netflix, still aren't subtitled. Really? Yeah. Maybe on DVD or Blu-ray it's different, but Maybe. on Netflix But yeah, it's... That, it's to make the audience also feel isolated. What did like you that. watch it on? Netflix. Okay. Yeah, that's... Hmm. C- that's interesting you mentioned that because that's kind of how I felt about the scene where they're driving in and this, the screen is rotating and stuff. Obviously, the people in the car didn't experience that. That mm-hmm. was just to disorient the audience. All right. Yeah. So they saw that building. It was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the group sees the main place where they are staying. It's like a almost like a barn with a lot of beds. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good old-fashioned... Barnyard jam. Bed barn. <laughs> and beyond <laughs> they say it's like another world um and then danny is walking around and then she sees photos of the may queen and this is what i was referring to earlier so all the beds in this room have um like paintings or murals above them and everyone that takes those beds it kind of foretells sort of what happens to them which i found intro i didn't notice that when we watched it in theaters at all i'll have to see that part again because i was not paying attention like uh the picture above danny danny's bed shows these two crowns um the picture above christian's bed shows um a girl with her vagina um like dripping into a glass which we sort of find out about later Um, what would uh your picture be what would my picture uh, uh, everyone's okay uh amir what would your picture be above the bed i like how you just gave it right I know, to you right? <laughs> because we it goes amir andy ryan okay what would my picture be okay do you want me to go first yeah, do it okay it's just me on a toilet toilet sitting on a toilet seat eating a bunch of pizza <laughs> it would be me on a bike with a joint in my mouth 
Like a motorbike? No, a bicycle. Oh. I'm not cool enough for motorbikes. (laughs) (laughs) So my, what what is it? Like a mural or something? Yeah. Yeah. My mural would be me at my kitchen counter popping open that sweet, sweet can of... (sighs) Good host iced tea. There it is. There it is. We're back. We're baby. back. <laughs> with no pants on. Nice. Oh, I forgot to add mine uh, within with the, the pizza in one hand, and then there's a stack of emodium in the other. <laughs> yeah. All right. The comedy in this room just flows. <laughs> yeah, it's just flowing out today. <laughs> anyway so (laughs) jesus christ i've been having a hard time breathing okay it's been it's been a rough month (sighs) the may queen we didn't talk about that she sees all those pictures of the may queen and what is the may queen she basically is so the may queen is jesus christ this swedish folktale where it's a giant bumblebee queen <laughs> is this actually the real thing and she feasts no nope. on young children's <laughs> toes and after ingesting the toes she gives off like because uh, bees give off like honey right right they, they produce the honey yep yeah so but she produces paps blue ribbon <laughs> Boom, got them both. <laughs> in the context of the movie, the May Queen is basically like the winner of the competition, the, the, the whole festival. Essentially. Oh, okay. Uh, it's kind of like the uh, from the Office. What is it? The Hey King. <laughs> yeah. Pele. <laughs> Pele. Uh, is Pele? Pella. 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 Hey. Hey. Pe- okay. Pele is a uh, soccer, soccer soccer player. Pele. Yeah. So Pele. Pel- I remember it being pronounced Pella. Pella. Yeah. Says that there are that they will all be there for the ceremony. Christian brings out a, a slice of cake and then sings happy birthday and pretends that he didn't forget Danny's birthday. Yeah, it was um fuck what's his name again? Pella. <laughs> we were just talking about <laughs> he gave Christian the cake. Happy birthday to what? you. And and yeah, told her that or told him that it was her birthday. Yeah. And he can't light it. Yeah, he's got no fucking fire, man. This guy's a bitch. Pella talks about uh, the ceremony, t- or a ceremony taking place the next day. We'll get a better sense tomorrow. Is it scary? The village is gathering around long tables, sitting on, or on only one side. Uh, they're like interconnected tables uh, that in, in the shape of a rune, if anyone noticed that. I did not. Um, when he does mention the, that the ceremony is happening, though, uh, Josh he starts laughing as if he knows something fucked up's about to happen. Mm. But yeah, I didn't notice that. Two elderly people are being honored. They all eat. Afterwards, uh, the two stand up and begin chanting and breathing heavily. Yeah, they do the breathing. Yeah, <gasps> I I can barely breathe in a regular way right now. So. It was interesting to me watching this scene. It felt so surreal. Like how, how did you teach these people to do this? It almost felt like they already knew how to yeah, do it. Yeah, it seems so natural. Probably because like they were 
you know, speaking Swedish <laughs> and they were Swedish. So that part's natural. Well, that part for sure. The breathing just... technique is part of the singing kind of stuff that they were doing, like the almost two tone throat singing. Mm. So the breathing makes sense in it. Uh, so the head of the table raises a glass. And sorry, 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 sorry. Um, the elder man, <clears throat> he has a documentary about him. Apparently, the actor's life was incredibly depressing and sad, but he was called like the most handsome man in Sweden or wow. the most beautiful boy in Sweden or something. I used to have that title for of Surrey. Did you? The most beautiful boy of Surrey. Yeah. And then <laughs> okay. I became a man. <laughs> it went all downhill. Oh, interesting that you said Bjorn earlier because that guy's name's Bjorn. Is it? Yeah, Bjorn Anderson. Well, that's my name too. <laughs> And you're right. He was called the most beautiful boy in the world. All right. Don't look me up, though. <laughs> My credentials are not, are not as real. The two elderly people are being lifted in their chairs by villagers wearing blue cloaks. Is it this point? Like, I, I can't remember if it's every time we see them sit down to eat, but this first time they sit down, is the one drink different? It's no. not this part. Not that? It's later. Okay. Yeah. It's different. Uh, so everyone follows them to the base of the cliff. The elderly people are still being lifted to the top. The two hands are cut with a, or sorry, the, the two elderly people's hands are cut with a knife. They kneel before a rune, placing their bloody hands on them. The woman goes to the edge of the cliff. We see Danny uh, at the bottom start to panic. The woman leaps off the cliff. Her body smashes to the ground. Her face explodes on a rock. Ugh. The other couple start freaking out. And uh, yeah, I found it interesting here that after Danny initially does freak out, she then sort of becomes the only one in the entire group of um, non-Sweden people. <laughs> who who isn't freaking out? Yeah, anymore. she's she so she's comes like. To terms I think she. No, I don't even know if she comes to terms. She does with not it. come to terms. She's just because like she so has she a real bad in attack shock. later. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, she is in shock, uh, and she already knows when that woman goes to the cliff that she knows what's happening. Uh, and then the man jumps off. No. And actually, before that, the, the woman actually looks at Danny before she leaps off. I don't know if does you guys... She? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, this one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> and we, get a, we also get a close-up on Danny's eyes. And I don't know what that's supposed to signify, but like, there's this intensity mm -hmm. that it shows with just a close-up of her, her eyes. And the man goes to the cliff, and then he's like, aim for the bushes. This guy was <laughs> such a weak jump from the old man. Like, what are you thinking? Anyway, yeah, he jumps and hits the ground, but he's still alive. Because he jumps straight. Like, he jumps and lands on his legs, and we get a shot of his legs, and they're, like, fucking destroyed. It's weird, though, because, yeah. like, that's a fucking high-out cliff. You still would have thought it would have dumpstered him. Yeah, yeah you thought so. He's not dead, so it's hammer time. Yeah. He well, we should say, like, it pans down, shows him in pain, mm -hmm. and, like, obviously looks like he's in pain, and then the rest of the village is acting like they're in pain as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You can also see like his his eye is all messed up too. Like it's filling with blood yeah. and he has a lot of internal bleeding. So after that, um, a man comes with a giant mallet to crush his head. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if you guys didn't know this, but it's Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> 
wow, that's a joke from like the 70s. <laughs> I thought Amir was actually looking that up. He's like, holy shit, is that actually Gallagher? <laughs> no. Do you know who Gallagher is? Yeah. Because uh, Chappelle has made fun of him. Oh, right. She's like the prop comedian, right? Yeah, he smashed watermelons, watermelons with a hammer. Yeah. That was his whole shtick. And then what was it? His brother or something like stole his bit yep. or something? Like yeah. some weird shit. And the Chappelle show, Chappelle pretends he's him and like shoots the watermelon with the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The man smashes the the other man, the elderly man's face with it, and then hands it to somebody else, which I assumed was his relatives or something. I, I have no idea. He hands it to a woman, and then she continues to smash it. Can we talk about that scene though? Because like, the man goes first, and it looks normal with him like mm-hmm. lifting this heavy hammer, smashing his head, and then the woman goes, and it was like black. Like so, she did so like an anime move. Mm-hmm. She's strong. It really threw me off. It was really weird. The whole scene threw me off. I remember the first time I watched it. It just was so unexpected. I just remembered. I was like, we're gonna see some really realistic gore, and it was. Um, so the other couple leave and say that this is sick. This that, uh, Simon and Connie. Yeah, this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> I honestly did like sure it's it might be jarring but I found it really disrespectful of them. Yeah, you probably understand. shouldn't have said that, but you probably like obviously in the moment sure you're going to go think, with whatever, I but I think in the moment I think that was a a, a, a human response. Especially a North American human response. But after coming down could be like yeah, I don't I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, just like walk away. Let me enjoy my gore. Also, there probably needs to, there would, you know, for a, 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 a ceremony that's about respecting the elders and giving them a send off, you'd think that they would do something less violent. You'd think. But still kill them? Yeah, but so, like. So, okay, I'll post this question then. What would you do to your elders? <laughs> When it's time for them, or to yourself, to yourself when you're the old person. Because I do, I do like the concept. I oh, do I like. You're gonna say because I, I do have plans for my elders. <laughs> <laughs> no, all my elders are dead. No, um, I do like the concept of like what they, how they explain it in the movie to Simon and Connie is like, you know, we don't want to just like age out and like wither away, you know, in the hospital or whatever. And I, I appreciate that. I don't want that either. I've talked to probably you guys about it. I'd rather have the plug pull than you know be struck with alzheimer's when i'm 80 yeah but in terms of what i would do i don't know if i could say it on the podcast because it's it's like um can i say what i want to do sure i want to do the exact same thing they do in the movie but instead of jumping i want to skateboard off (laughs) like homer in the simpsons (laughs) you would do it and amir and i would be at the bottom like witnessing it and be like that's like the Simpsons. <laughs> I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. This is the greatest thrill of my life. I'm king of the world. Woohoo! Woohoo! I. Ah! Ooh, oh, oh, God, no, God, Did you guys catch his reference? <laughs> yeah. I think I would want to. I'd, I'd want to go down in a blaze of glory, doing something heroic. Um, so Amir fakes a kidnapping scene <laughs> and he saves the child but then gets like stabbed in the neck or something and that's how he goes. 
<sighs> so is that it? Yeah. Okay. Ryan? Um, I probably like Andy, but I would be like, <coughs> I would look out, I see everybody, and then I'd go back to get my running start, and just oh, you would just hear, Cannonball! <laughs> <laughs> and the pool would be the pool of your own blood. Cool. Or like have like uh like a like an actual pool at the bottom but filled with acid. Uh, I was gonna say a pool at the bottom, but it's just a kiddie pool. Oh yeah. <laughs> filled with rocks. <laughs> sort of kind of on a similar note. You know what's interesting is that some people have jumped out of planes and survived. Yeah. It's crazy. Peggy, it's a parachute. Peggy Hill did it. <laughs> no, without a parachute. Yeah, Peggy Hill did it. From King of the Hill. Were you going to say Hank Hill? <laughs> from Hank Hill. <laughs> Peggy Hill from Hank Hill. <laughs> Hank of the Hill. <laughs> Just when I think you've said the stupidest thing ever, you keep talking. Yeah, apparently th- there's a technique you can learn, like martial arts techniques, where if you land in a certain way, you might Ta- get hurt. Yeah, something you, like you that. start falling towards, and then you have to karate chop right at the right <laughs> moment. <laughs> then you're fine. Anyway. <sighs> All right. So back at the village, Danny breaks uh, from the group and cries, like has a full panic attack. Uh, Christian talks to Josh and tells him he's going to do his thesis on the same thing, stealing his idea. Yeah, so stupid. I'm going to do my thesis here. That was another. (sighs) You know what? I'm changing my mind. I really just don't like Christian. Yeah, no one does. Part of me was trying to defend him a little bit because I was like, oh, he's just not emotionally mature, but this guy's a real piece. I think we're supposed to feel that way. I feel like the way they depict him in the movie just makes him look like an asshole a lot of the time. Yeah, because just out of nowhere, he's like, hey, man, I just want to let you know I'm also going to do my thesis on this. And the other guy's like- the same thing that you're doing it on? And he's like, but you knew I was doing it. He's like, yeah, so if you want to like collaborate or something. Um, A couple of notes. Um, So when- um, where did it go? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. So when the woman is explaining to Simon and Connie why this is happening, she looks directly at Danny, and to Danny she says, it does no good dying, lashing back at the inevitable. I don't really know what that means, but I just was struck by the mm-hmm. fact that she's looking right at Danny when she says this for some reason. And the other thing about Christian, um, I don't remember where I read this, but again, his name is Christian, everyone else is pagan, and maybe there are some subtle sort of clues. I saw that there. as well, yeah. yeah. I never noticed that. But then again, I'm not a smart man. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Josh talks to Pele. 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 Papa. <laughs> uh, about the thesis and then says the elders would not like it. Uh, Danny is upset and wants to leave. Um, why can't I remember his name? What is it? Pella. Pella. I know that happened to me too. We we're just talking about him. <sighs> just think. What's his name again? His name's Pelican. So Pella, <laughs> but without the kin. Pella King. All right. Under my Pella. Uh, already made that. Yeah, already made. Is that what it was? Okay, I made that joke already. Pella talks to her about uh, his parents dying and says that he can relate tells that he was raised by this community and has a place to belong. He also said his parents died in a fire. I didn't like this scene either. Why not? It was just like I like the scene but it like it really evokes like an irritated emotion cuz he's like no, I understand what you're going through and she's like you don't understand what I'm going through and to be honest nobody knows what nobody, somebody yeah. else is going through. He's like my parents also died in a fire and it's like why are you telling me this shit? I don't give a shit. <laughs> 
and I don't know if we mentioned this, but this is Danny's. Danny wants to leave, and Pella's convincing her to stay. And initially, Pella looks like this really kind of sweet, kind of you know, gentle person. But as the movie goes on, you can tell he's one of those like Lucifer-type evil people. He has other motives. Yeah. Yeah, that sweet poon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, he asks if she has felt held by uh, Christian. And I, I know. Think you should say it how you wrote him. it. Because I read it like 10 times trying to figure out what the hell you're talking about. What does it say? He asks if she has felt held by him. It sounds like Pella saying it, but like in his accent. So oh. it's like, he asks if she has felt held <laughs> by him. <laughs> and she asks. That's exa- exactly his accent, by the way. <laughs> if to Christian, the T. Christian feels like home. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we see the, I supposed to put mushed faces, but I put mused faces, uh, of the bodies and they are set on fire. Uh, Christian acts like he isn't shocked by the elders deaths. Except he like threw up, didn't he? Yes. Or he started gagging at least. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then afterwards he's like. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's no their, big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Like, it's their custom and stuff. And it's like, you're taking this a little too easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny takes something to help her sleep. Uh, she wakes up in the middle of the night, seeing everyone leave. They drive off in a, in a uh, in the car, and a black fog comes out of her mouth. This is so scary. But yeah, when so the car's driving away with Christian in it and Mark, the punchable face guy. But his face is like really big and looking out the back of the car. It reminded me of a dead end. Yeah. It Um, also kind of looks like they're like laughing at her while they're driving mm -hmm, away. mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. The black fog comes out of her mouth and then she sees flashes of the crushed face. It's not fog. It's like smoke. It's like smoke. smoke Sorry. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, Yeah. It's like smoke. Um, Mm. And then she sees the crushed face of the, the, the man, the elder man, then her mom's face then sees her sister with a hose by the cliff. Uh, then she wakes up from the dream. Terrifying. We see the red-haired girl uh, put something under Christian's bed. Josh notices. Pella says Josh and Christian can do the the- uh, thesis, but they have to change location and names. I like how I wrote this. Mark pees on an, on an ancestral tree. Local man gets upset. <laughs> um, before that, I don't remember who says it, but someone says that the redhead now has a license to fuck, essentially. Oh. <clears throat> I think somebody was asking about the rune. And Her, Maj- Her Majesty, Majesty's Secret Service. You have a license to fuck. <laughs> but yeah, 007. Mark, 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 <laughs> Mark pees on the sacred tree. This uh, is where all of the people who have done the ceremony rather <laughs> yeah sorry you wrote this like a news article headline. i know like, i know mark pees on ancestral tree local man gets I upset to- yeah i know <laughs> i really liked how i wrote that <laughs> but yeah i was saying uh, this is where all of the ashes are spread beside this tree that's dead and that's why mark decided to pee on it yeah and he dead. keeps yeah he keeps saying well it's dead it doesn't I matter i didn't know Fucking idiot. Connie is told that Simon left without her and he'll meet her at the train station. Uh, Danny looks around, asks if the cooks have seen Simon. She is asked to join them. Oh, yeah. Would you like to join us in the kitchen? With the Swedish chef. Um, there's one point that after uh, the rune is placed under the bed, Danny's like looking at Christian and 
she looks puzzled it's like she can sense something is different about him almost um it was just a random moment that i sort of took note of but yeah danny helping them in the kitchen mm-hmm. uh josh is with one of the elder holy men holy man yeah. i don't know what he is <clears throat> he's interest in their main text he looks like uh, obi-wan kenobi so he's a jedi yeah. okay he talks about how Reuben, the disabled boy from earlier, is the product of inbreeding. Uh, the textbook thing is called the Ruby Radar. Yes. Uh, so I don't know if I got this right, but he's a descendant of their elders or something. I don't... Uh, Reuben? Yeah, he's a descendant of like their... I don't know. Sure, that, that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> Josh asks for a photograph and the elder gets upset. No! <laughs> Absolutely not! <laughs> don't worry i'm okay i just can't breathe uh while eating mark is being stared down uh from the man who was upset earlier and this is when we see what ryan was referring to earlier is yes uh, christian has the darker drink and again so the mural alludes and i've seen this online as well that the redhead put her menstrual Menstrual blood blood yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what i wrote down is Christian drink darker pussy blood. <laughs> really hope whoever was in the bathroom there just heard whatever. He... Someone just left. Hey, she's grabbing something for me. What she grabbing? Uh, Jeremy's dropping off a battery and a tape for me. For what? From work. So like a. What kind of t- what kind of tape? What's the battery for? The batteries for is it a... for your balls? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the battery is for a Milwaukee half-inch impact, and what? the tape is a 25-foot measuring tape. What's a half-inch impact? I mean, besides your penis. <laughs> <laughs> We're back, baby. <laughs> um, it's a tool, I guess? <laughs> yeah, it's a tool. All right. Crit... <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, they're eating meat tarts. Yeah, Christian notices a pubic hair in his food. The redhead from across the table is staring at him. She looked me in the eyes and said, Seth, mom is making a pubic salad and I need some Seth's own dressing. Yeah, she's like, she's like licking her lips. She's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, eat my pubes. (laughs) Eat my fucking pubes. Oh my God. The camera zooms in on his cloudy drink. We already discussed that. Cloudy with a chance of menstrual blood. <laughs> right, guys? Guys? Um, I think this is also the point where the woman comes and tr- takes Mark away from it the does, table. Because it literally says that right after. It says a, a woman takes oh. Mark away from the table. I'm not reading your notes. Oh, you son of a bitch. <clears throat> at, the, uh, uh, at night, Josh sneaks into one of the temples to read the text. He thinks he sees Mark. It's Reuben wearing Mark's face. Josh is struck from... It's, it's not Reuben. It is. I thought it was, but... How can you tell that it's Reuben? The noises he's it making. It was just the way he was breathing. Oh, yeah. Really, yeah. I, Who do you I don't think, think it, it is. I think it's one of the elder people. I was I was confused, too, because his body and like his nose would have been... Yeah, like, and like, or his like lips. the fact that he can't speak? No, like his face, you would have... <sighs> Okay. I, I, no, I was saying, Andy, that I felt like his mouth would have been more pronounced if it was Reuben because his lips are all fucked up. Um, but again, the breathing made it sound like it, so I was confused about who it okay. might have been. Okay. All right. It could be. All right. We have to. We have to look that one up. He later. was really Winnie the Pooh in it, though. Shirt only. Dick hanging out. 
Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. 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 I did not notice that. Oh, oh, I know. I was watching the uh, the censored version. Uh, anyway, Josh is struck in the back of the head with a mallet by someone not seen, and then like you can see the blood pouring out, and he's his body's dragged away. I think we should mention that, like, it shows the person that was standing in front of him wearing a mask, but it's not a mask. Yeah, it's Mark's face. Fa- his face. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, most of the deaths in this movie and in Hereditary have to do with uh, head injuries. Yeah. Speaks to me as a person who has had many concussions. Uh, the elder, or sorry, the next day, uh, an elder <coughs> says that, t- that the text has gone missing along with Josh and Mark. That was hard to say. Um, so they kind of like set it up. As if Mark and him have run away with the text or yeah, something. Yeah, they, they have stolen it. How how would you have stolen the text? I mean, it would have been pretty easy. Just fucking take it and go, man. Like, you got to stand there and take pictures like an idiot. Um, They don't have transport away from there, though, so they would have to, to need a you know escape route. That just uh, drag my, uh, uh, what do you call it, my scanner, and just drag that in and <laughs> plug it in. Scan it? Scan it in. <laughs> Just wait, wake everyone up in the uh, in the village. Yep, and be like, no, it's not what you, not what it looks like. I'm scanning. I'm laminating. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laminating your sacred texts. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we see. Oh, okay, we're not gonna ask Ryan. What he would do. <coughs> How would you steal the ruby router? Okay, so I'd wake up probably middle of the night. Maybe like I don't know, two a.m. or something. Put on like my all black clothes, um, probably like a harness, maybe my uh, little like walkie-talkie mic thingy, and I'd head over to the building that holds the sacred text. Is this Mission Impossible? Shut your mouth. And uh, I would climb up to the top, and I would rappel down, <laughs> <laughs> while some music's playing. In the headset that I'm okay. wearing, right? Um, yeah, so I'd rappel down. I'd almost slip, and like my sweat would drip down, be really intense. And then I'd grab it, the sacred text, and I'd start going back up. And like obviously, the uh, the village people have 100% seen me, <laughs> and they play, you know, hit the pinata with my body. <laughs> that does seem like something they would do in this village. Mm-hmm. I'd rather, uh, instead of getting the sacred text, I'd try to find that copy of Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're walking around, you're like, yeah, I heard mention of a copy of Austin Powers. Is that on VHS, DVD? What are, what are yeah, we talking about? Bl- Blu-ray? Here? <laughs> Blu-ray? Anyway, we see how I wrote it here. We see woman lining up, <laughs> including Danny, to drink tea for the May Queen competition. Except it's not, it's not just tea. No, it's like... Psychedelic, psychedelic. We never, every, we never learn what it actually specifically is, though. It just right? says it'll loosen you up or something. Yeah, yeah. and so, she's like, "Oh, oh, it's that kind of tea. What, it, what am I in for?" And the woman's like, "Oh, it's just gonna make you feel good and stuff." I swear, there's no actual food in this. What, what, like, there's no food in this movie that has not been contaminated in some way. There's pubes. There's menstrual blood. Um, what they say about this drink is that it opens you up for the influence. All right. Yeah, fucking opens her up, all right. Anyway, uh, I want to say that at one point during the scene, 
So we talked about mushrooms, and I don't know if you guys are, or uh, I don't know if Andy remembers any drug that made you feel this way, but your hands get kind, you kind of feel your palms. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but anyway, that feeling I got just by watching this movie, I felt some, I felt like the movie was making me high in some way. It was weird. I swear I didn't do drugs last night. Just the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what's the What's the blue pill? What's that? Uh, Viagra. Yeah. yeah, that did that for me. Made your you feel your palms. Yeah. Oh, I can't tell if you're joking or not. <laughs> oh, I've actually had taken Viagra by accident. Someone actually spiked my drink one time with, with a Viagra. Yeah. Why? Uh, Why do you think? Is it a girl? No. No, it was like a joke, a... like a prank. Yeah. Yeah, the dude comes out. He's like, "I fucking got you, bro. Uh, well, we better you're... put this to good use. Will... Don't want to waste it." <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know, if you are not aroused when you take it, you just end up with a four-hour headache. So you weren't, I'm sorry to ask you this, but you weren't no, erect? I wasn't. I just ended up getting the worst headache of my life. I, I well, I mean, no that's idea. good for me because I'm like always at least semi-hard. <laughs> it's weird because I actually had to check. I was like, look at <laughs> yeah, I saw, saw it. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> so weird uh, somebody oh yeah it was the tiger belly podcast recently i was listening to bobby lee talk about taking viagra and how it does nothing for him so that's oh. interesting yeah hmm. maybe he's just not horny enough for it we should do a live stream of uh, taking viagra where we all pop viagra <laughs> and whoever gets a boner first has to <laughs> has, has to do a like a punishment Okay. All right. I mean, I feel like the person that doesn't get hard should should do. Yeah, like why don't you love your bros? It's funnier though, because like, oh, whoops, the person who gets hard first has to do a punishment. It's like, ha you got, f- <laughs> you got hard first. You have to fuck our butts. <laughs> I, I don't hear what you what said. What a loser! <laughs> you have to fuck a what? I said the person who gets hard. Fucking Christ. Okay. The person who gets hard first loses and has to fuck the other guy's butts. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. It's good timing for the next uh, little bit of the movie. Oh yeah. The fucking. Okay. So. So she just drank the influence opener. Christian is asked to wait in one of the houses. The competition is basically whoever is left dancing wins. This is like after hours of exhaustion and getting knocked over. And and I just, I love this scene. I don't know what, it's just the way it's filmed, the way he captured the choreography, the choreography itself. Um, this it's just like the just colors so cool. are the really color, nice. Yeah. The music's cool. Um, the flashes to the room that Mark or Christian's in aren't very cool though. It's fucking awful. Yeah. So... Uh, Christian is asked how he feels about is it Maja? Ma- I think Ma? it's Maya. Maya? Yeah. The red-headed woman with the pube. With the pube. Oh with the one pube. Um he has been approved to mate with her. They're like a compatible match. An astrological match, yeah, I right. think she said, yeah. Uh Danny is still dancing, looks happy for the first time in the whole film. Like she's actually smiling and Seems like she is starting to belong. Uh, Christian sits on the ground near the dancing. We see Maya uh, get eliminated. He is handed a drink with more drugs in it. And he like is also like, no, no, I, I don't want that. Yeah. They're like, 
Drink the fucking drink. Yeah, drink it. Uh, the last two women bump <clears throat> into each other. Danny becomes the May Queen. Can we talk about... I'm assuming it was just the drugs and they thought this was happening and it wasn't actually, but how the one woman starts speaking and Danny's like, sorry, I don't know Swedish oh, or I, yeah. I, I don't oh, understand yeah. you. And then she's like, but you do understand me. And yeah. then they start talking to each so other in Swedish. Trippy, man. At the first part, it just says, like in the uh, captions, it just says gibberish. gibberish right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if she was just, I feel like that was actually happening. I don't know. I think she was just tripping. They were both real. Real fucking high. It kind of reminded me of that when they when they spoke to each other and like saying, "Oh, you can you can speak Swedish." It kind of reminded me of that scene in, I don't know how many times of you've got or you guys have seen this movie, but like the Pick of Destiny. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen it a couple of times. Okay, there's a scene where Jack Black takes mushrooms or something. Yup. And he meets his father, who happens to be Bigfoot. Bigfoot, <laughs> and he's like. Oh, you're Bigfoot. And he's like, well, you're Bigfoot too. Yeah. You're my son. <laughs> I really need to watch that again. I've only yeah. seen it once, but I fucking loved it. Bigfoot is my father and he's got to protect me. Thank you. Uh, so back to Christian. He has uh, drank the drink he was given with the drugs in it. Uh, the last two women bump into each other. Danny becomes the May Queen. She is embraced by the community, but not by Christian. We have fought for my drottning. Me? Yes. Why? You won. Pella kisses her on the lips. That was real weird. Yeah, he's getting written, getting in there. Um, <clears throat> she is raised onto a platform and carried to a feast. She is the head of the table. The chair she is sitting on has plants on it. It looks like it is breathing. Should also mention everybody's waiting for her first. So when she sits uh, down, then everybody sits down. Yeah, sort of like the uh, old people earlier. Right. Uh, Christian has ha- is having a very bad trip. Uh, Maya is sitting across from him. She stands up and walks to one of the houses. Danny is asked to ride alone in a carriage covered in vines. A bunch of women pull it around the village. I don't know if this has happened yet, but. Um... So all around her, the forests are also pulsing. I don't know if you guys noticed. This is that. happening throughout this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and there's one point where we see. I don't again. I don't know if we see it yet, but Terry's face appears in the forest uh, on the trees. I did. See, yeah, we do see Terry's one of, face. Yeah. I didn't know her if, sister. Yeah. I didn't know. It was okay, her sister. I didn't know it was her. That was her name. So you said Terry, and I'm like, oh. who the fuck? Yeah, is yeah, Terry? yeah. Yeah. No, it shows her face and the tube coming from it. Oh, I don't know. It shows the tube. It shows also. Every, like you have to kind of squint to see oh. it, but yeah, it shows the whole thing. Yeah, I never. I only saw the face, and I only. I didn't see it watching it this time, but uh, saw it the first time. Uh, I only noticed the face, but I didn't know or notice who it was. Another woman uh, sprinkles flower petals over to Christian, like creating like a like a red carpet type of thing to yeah, the room. That sexy little walk. Danny participates in a ritual to help the crops. Uh, she's like led away from all this area or she's led away from the, the feast and everything. Um, and then Christian is led to one of the houses. He is in a fancy robe. There's a priest dressed up with an Orville Peck mask. <laughs> he is then led into a room with a bunch of nude women and a nude uh, Maya on the floor. Uh, before that, someone has like a little cup and opens it up with this like smoke that they ask him to breathe in. Like right, in Batman right. Begins or something. <laughs> Uh, she is laying on a bed of flowers. I think it's Viagra smoke. Yeah. <laughs> the most awkward sex scene. The nude women moaning with Maya and helping Christian. They're like 
Someone's pushing pushing, on his ass. Pushing. They're all pushing on him. Have you guys ever had someone push on your ass and you're sexy? (laughs) (laughs) No, typically there isn't three people in the room. I mean, most of the time I have sex, it's just me. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's better than that in a recliner or something. It's okay. It's better than me in a swimming pool. All right. <laughs> we did talk about that. Um. All right. So Danny returns. Oh wait, is there a part where the one of the the, the elder woman is like starting to sing or something? I'm not gonna lie. I was watching this at work and I kind of had to skip through most of it, uh, just in fear of uh, someone walking through the front door and being like. What the What fuck? are you watching? <laughs> Why is your dick out? <laughs> is that Viagra? <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't it not working? <laughs> Why aren't you hard? <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like they're like Oh, I know this game. You're real good at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um so Danny returns. She looks through the keyhole of the door and sees what is happening. She leaves crying. She runs to the main building, the other women following her. She is screaming and crying, and they join with her. The scene, man. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I wonder how they got, if, if she is not good at crying yeah. on screen, like how, does she, like, how did they get her to do this part? Because this part is insane. Everybody with her, too. Like, they all did such a great job. Mm-hmm. Of, like, they can use, like, fake tears and stuff. Well, not, not even the tears, just, like... The emotion. The emotion, yeah. yeah so well, maybe raw. she's really good at emoting. She's not very good at crying. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh-huh. God, I just read the article. I don't have all the facts. I want to know... But you're the fact man. I want to know what Ari <laughs> Aster did to get them into the zone because I don't know if I remember if it was on this podcast or not but I was talking about um, Hereditary and they made Charlie and Peter the two kids in the movie go on tasks together to develop their relationship Hmm. and I wonder if there was stuff like that that he made like Florence Pugh do in this movie to get her I think for the most part it was like his decision to cast mainly Swedish actors who Mm -hmm. would already know like some of these traditions and Mm -hmm. stuff he also wrote a hundred page like manuscript pretty much for the cult quote Mm. unquote that almost nobody knew about (laughs) (laughs) so one other thing that actually so i read this before the movie uh for watching the movie but it clicked right at the very end was the fact that he had been writing and creating this movie while he was going through an intense breakup. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'd like to revisit that at the end of this movie because it just makes so much sense to me what this movie is about. Anyway. Okay. So, Christian rushes out of the house naked looking for Danny. His dick's flopping around everywhere. We should say first, he finishes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's like, in a bowl position, hugging her knees. She's like, I can feel it. I can feel the baby yeah. in me. Apparently that's a technique you can use to increase your chances of getting pregnant, like going to like the fetal position and rocking back and forth. What do you know, Ed? I remember. I don't remember. Uh, what. There was a movie that also had that concept in it. I forget which one. <laughs> so you're saying it's real because of another movie? <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> 
yeah, Avatar, but it's the last airbender. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there are also some myths involving DIY pregnancy. For instance, there is no evidence that either lying flat or elevating your legs for an extended period of time after intercourse will improve your chances of getting pregnant. So the movie is wrong. Oh. That's where I got all my sex education from. I was going to say, Amir's got to stop taking advice from movies. (laughs) Have you guys tried that? Like after coming in someone, you lift your legs up to see if you get pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. I just got a picture. (laughs) You're on top. You finish. And then you roll onto your back and hold your legs up. And you're like, I can feel it. You're pregnant. Jesus. That's good. That's good times. Yeah, so she got cum inside. (laughs) Yeah, she got cream pied. Christian, yeah, so Christian like red exits. Red headed Swedish teen gets cream pied while her sisters watch. (laughs) I mean, that's like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Anyway. uh, he runs out, he's naked. I can't, sorry, I can't, I can't stop thinking of that. You're rolling onto your back and hugging your own knees. <laughs> I can feel it. I'm pregnant now. I learned it in a movie. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to wipe the tears off of my face here. Yeah, Christian's running around with his dick flopping around everywhere. He runs into the barn. He That's sees... his real penis, by the way. Yes. Which... I have to commend the man, the actor, because not a lot of people will show their actual huang. But that's why he hasn't been in other movies. <clears throat> well, maybe. They're like, oh, you showed it all. Because, like... We don't want you anymore. Willem Dafoe in Antichrist, that's not his real penis. No. Fucking pussy. No. Little bitch. It was too big for screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it actually just looks a lot like his face. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all right. Anyway, he goes into a barn. He sees a mutilated body of Simon tied to the ceiling with flowers in his eyes. So the one thing I noticed about this scene, too, is it shows his lungs, but his lungs are still pulsing and moving. And I think it has to do with the drugs. The drugs, yeah. Oh, interesting. He turns around to a man blowing powder in his face, probably that that sweet uh, Viagra dust. And one thing uh, I noticed here that I did notice the first time I watched it is Pele is kind of creeping through a crack in the barn here what yeah i didn't even notice that no i didn't either robin pointed it out you call him pellet (laughs) (laughs) um the body that he sees is this the one where like the rib cage is split open yeah so that's an actual thing that they used to do in like medieval times or something Mm -hmm. and it's called and they fill it with flowers and stuff right it's called a blood eagle i believe Mm. i'm pretty sure they that's a real like they did that in uh they did that in Hannibal, uh, the TV show, a few times. The Blood Eagle was a method of ritually executing a chosen member as detailed in late skaldic poetry. Um, the victims were placed in a prone position, the ribs severed from the spine with a sharp tool, and their lungs pulled through the opening to create a pair of wings. Jesus. Until the 1980s, there was continuing debate about whether the rite was a literary invention or what... So. Yeah, it could be real, but apparently there's in a lot of historical uh-huh. texts, so it's fucked. Hmm. <clears throat> All right. So, yeah, he has been drugged. He wakes up and is told he is paralyzed. <laughs> 
He is sitting. That's so dumb. Why would you be like, you're paralyzed? That's what they told him. Or maybe it's because he's so messed up from tripping and like all the drugs and stuff that... Well, they didn't say he was paralyzed. You can't walk or talk, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Paralyzed. Yeah. So I guess... But like, I don't know. It's just really interesting because it's like... Is he actually paralyzed from the stuff oh, that they blew okay. in his face, or, or is he, he so open it? to suggestion yeah. from sure. the drugs that yeah. he actually mm-hmm. thinks that? And that could be. So there <clears throat> is a real drug that apparently has been used by gangs and stuff that is like something Super, you blow yeah. in people's mm. face, and then you can make them do anything that they, you want. Real basically. big in Africa, <laughs> uh, and, oh, and in yikes. South America, apparently. Yeah. Okay, so he's sitting in a wheelchair. His clothes are back on. Well, they're like robes. Uh, Danny is on a podium covered in flowers. The elder says that nine have to die for offerings. Can you guys elaborate on that? Of why they... I couldn't figure out why they... I think it's just part of the ritual. Part this of the like, ritual. Yeah. Uh, the, they have candidates for the ninth person to die. There are uh, two volunteers, one chosen by a lottery and Christian. And then Danny chooses Christian. <laughs> um, Was... Sorry, I can't really remember too well. Was the person who was chosen by lottery like actually excited about it? Yes. Yeah, they were actually like, fuck yeah. And there's also two people that were like, yep, well, I'm volunteering. Yeah. Um, All the bodies from the previous deaths are put into the yellow temple. The bear, I forgot to mention the bear earlier. Yeah, there was a bear in a cage that we see very early on in the village. Yeah. Um, And they don't really elaborate on it. It's just like there's a bear. But one thing that is interesting is when earlier in the movie, Danny wakes up, I believe, at Christian's place. There's a portrait of a bear right above where she's sleeping that's like on fire, I think. No, it's a a regular bear. It's huge with a little girl with a flower crown on. Oh, so weird. I think when they see the bear the first time, I think Mark says, hey. There's a bear. Yeah. yeah. And I think someone else is just a bear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bear is killed off screen. The villagers place Christian into the bear's fur, like right into its, like they take out the guts and just put them right in. The <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about the Workaholics episode. Oh, where, yeah, for sure. <laughs> where uh, Blake gets the bear coat and he's like, bitch better have my honey. <laughs> <laughs> um, the temple is... Uh, lit on fire with Christian and the two other villagers alive. Oh, we should say, you might have said this, I don't know, I wasn't really paying attention. Um, They give the two villagers Mm -hmm. that went in some drug, being like, you won't feel a thing, and then the fire hits and it cuts to showing it, and they're like, oh, fuck, this hurts. Yeah, (laughs) I I think I was going to write that down, and I just, I don't know why... I, I but I think it was it. just the one guy that seemed to be in real pain, right? The other guy, they didn't show the other guy. Yeah, they yeah. only showed the one dude. Yeah, uh, as the men start to burn, uh, they well, the one guy screams and then and cry, and so do the rest of the villagers. Mm-hmm. They're all feeling that pain. Danny looks at the burning temple and smiles. And so this, and that's sort of how it cuts out. Um, and this is, I guess, we see the building collapse in flames and... To me, this is just my interpretation of it. It almost felt like this was Ari Aster, because he wrote this movie as well, kind of burning, you know, the remnants of, I guess, whatever pain he was feeling in his relationship or whatever through this, you know, a super elaborate movie. Mm-hmm. But um, it was, yeah, it, I I don't know. It just sort of clicked at that point when the movie ended. Okay, let's get into some facts here. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, old man Andy. It's it's 
I haven't had COVID for a while now, and uh, I still can't breathe. So, yeah, that could be something else. No, I just can't breathe. Anywho, to get onto the facts here, uh, I was saying how the film is very bright and washed in daylight, and how it never really shows the sun directly throughout the film. Um, this one was really interesting. So obviously, audiences here, we all saw the movie in theaters. Uh, most people are like, this is fucking terrifying mm-hmm. or it makes me feel awkward and uncomfortable. Uh, in Sweden, they thought it was a dark comedy and they laughed through the whole movie. They thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I could see that being uh, a thing. Yeah. Because they're basically like, they're taking bits and pieces of their culture and making it into this like horror movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just, they thought it was funny. Um, to touch on the breakup stuff the film is roughly about breaking up and toxic romantic relationships and as a little nod to that a24 gave away free couple counseling to market the film that's amazing (laughs) (laughs) um the last one i have here is we've already talked about again the film doesn't have subtitles to make the audience more isolated Mm -hmm. uh however like I said, there was subtitles uh, later on after the theatrical release. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's all I got about Wow. You have anything to add, Amir? Um, Checking the weather? What's No, there's something that I sent to Ryan that I don't think met. Number six, hold on. 50 facts mid maybe we did cover this but i just want to make sure that we're not leaving this out if it is crazy so the movie takes place in sweden but it's not filmed in sweden i'm just kidding um (laughs) vancouver bc (laughs) it takes place in sweden but it's filmed in hungary i think Mm -hmm. somewhere around there and then uh the american scenes are of new york but it was filmed in ohio yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. Um, but yeah, maybe our thoughts on the movie then. Uh, I I guess I wasn't really sure how to feel about the movie the first time I watched it because I wasn't expecting it to be what it was, especially after watching Hereditary. I figured it would be uh, more... Supernatural. Yeah, and less Rosemary's Baby-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I watched it again, kind of knowing what to expect, I just was able to sort of soak in more of the subtle details in the movie and um yeah it's um it's awesome is this the second time you've seen it second time yeah okay andrew so yeah this is also the second time i've seen it because when i first saw it i i really liked it when i first saw it with amir and robin and michelle um but i was like it was one of those movies where i was like i like this a lot but I don't need to see it again for mm. a long time. Yeah. And literally haven't seen it since it, it came out. That would have been what, 2018? Yeah. Is it 2018? What? When did the movie come out? 2019. 2019? Yeah. Uh, so it came out 2019 in July. So yeah, it's been almost three years. Yeah. This movie was pitched in 2018 and filmed and released by 2019 yeah which is crazy yeah super quick um yeah your thoughts ryan second time second time for me as well i have to say that yes i do love it it's it's great 
Thank you. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Good night. Uh, yeah, I think it was really good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> this is my time. Anywho. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, the first time I saw it made me feel pretty uncomfortable. I love the bright colors in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's just something you don't really see True much that. of. Um, second time watching it, even with 1.5 speed, mm-hmm. still like really good, really interesting. That sex scene must have just flew by. It did. Do you remember who requested this movie? Jeremy Connolly. Well, Jeremy, there you go, you son of a bitch. So what uh, What are we doing next? Next movie we're going to cover is called Dead Snow. Andy, do you want to tell us a bit about it? Zombies and Nazis. Nazi zombies. And Norwegians. Yeah, so that'll be on the next episode of Survive the Night. <laughs> we're uh, talking like we're now uh, NPR and... Uh, mm. <laughs> 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 Why is clearing my throat so funny? I'm just clearing my throat. It's just so loud. <laughs> no, it's just, I don't know. It sounded like you're trying to sing a song for us. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frankenstein. Thanks for right. listening to this episode of Survive the Night. There are a few ways you can connect with us if you want to. On Instagram, we're at s.t.n underscore podcast. On Twitter, we're at stnpod. We have a Facebook group. You just type in Survive the Night Podcast and you can find us. And we also have a Facebook page. Yes. Basically the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. And you can also email us. We'd love your emails and suggestions and just general feedback. Uh, email is survivethenightpodcast at gmail.com. Um with the page, because I, I just made that like last week or whatever, um, with the Facebook page, you can actually listen to the podcast on Facebook. With oh, that. awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's handy. Yeah. So, uh, again, join us on our next episode where we're going to be talking about dead snow. But until then, uh, how do you say goodbye in Swedish? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's bye in Swedish. Isn't it? All right. Hiya. See ya. <laughs> you gotta outro us. My name's Amir. Joined today by Andy. No, <gasps> now you're just starting it. I know. <laughs> My name's Amir. You've been listening to. That's <laughs> not it either. It's been a while. Okay. It's been a while. You. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My name's Amir. I've been here with Andy. Hey. And Ryan. Yes. Hiya. Bye. (laughs)